Hello, my name is Kai. Welcome to Flight 008, a special second season of Dust, made in partnership with XPRIZE. Eleven stories, each focused on a passenger aboard ANA Flight 008, the flight that disappeared from time and landed in 2040. In this story, humankind has found a way to fix the brains of criminals. But there will always be those who insist they are not broken. This is Treatment Option, written by James L. Cambias, with special performances by Reed Scott, Danny Trejo, and Keith David. At 4.58 a.m. on June 28, 2020, the passengers on board ANA Flight 008, en route from Tokyo to San Francisco, are cruising at an altitude of 37,000 feet, approximately 1,500 nautical miles off the west coast of the United States. A small bump, otherwise noted as a barely perceptible bout of turbulence, passes Flight 008 through a temporary wrinkle in the local region of space-time. What these passengers will soon find out as they descend into SFO is that the wrinkle has transported them 20 years into the future, and the year is now 2040. This is the story of the passenger in seat 39J. It's kind of weird that we were parked way over by the edge of the bay instead of the regular gate. And when I saw all the cops and the soldiers surrounding the plane, I started to freak out a little. And then I looked north toward the city, and I see the Shanghai Bank Tower sticking up twice as tall as the pyramid, and I said to myself, uh-oh, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Donnie Paletti had told the story six times already since the party started, so he knew when to pause so the girls could laugh at that. You have to remember what San Francisco was like when I left. Shit, I guess most of you weren't even born in 2020. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. Hey, you. Anyway, the city was blanketed in smog. Homeless people everywhere, and rent so high, you had to work three jobs just to keep a roof over your head. <laughs> he felt a hand on his shoulder. It was Oscar Diaz, his host. Oscar! Whoa. Sorry to steal him from you, ladies. Even though Oscar was six inches shorter and 30 years older, depending on how you figured it, which kind of gave him a headache, Donnie let the other man steer him out of the party suite and into a private room. A big guy was standing in front of the door. He opened it politely for them and shut it when they were inside. No interruptions then, thought Donnie. Let's talk. Sit down, Donnie. Fine by me. Been a while. When I left, you were dealing meth and hijacking trucks in San Pablo. Now look at you, huh? <laughs> Senator Oscar Diaz of the California Democratic Republic. Things are different now, Donnie. The whole narco business is gone. No money in it. <laughs> if you can't promise them some China White, how do you turn girls out, Oscar? That's gone too. Between sex bots and decriminalization, there's no place for pimps. No place for fences either. Everything's got a chip in it. So you're totally legit now. That's right. I got a colorful past, that's all. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure do, Oscar. Let's sit here, look out over the bay, and get high a little bit and talk about your colorful past, huh? Remember Nunez and Willie and the laundry crew? They were sure colorful. Oh, and Susan. Remember Susan, Oscar? Whatever happened to her? That was pretty colorful. Red, mostly. Shut up! Forget about her! Well, see, I helped dig the hole, Oscar. I burned your clothes. I'm the only one left from your colorful days, who knows? You mind if I fix myself a drink? <sighs> see, you're a big man now, Senator Oscar Diaz. But me? No, I got nothing. No money, no job, no way to get a job, no home, no family, no connections. Everything I know is 20 years out of date, and that's like fucking dog years nowadays. But I bet there'd be people who'd pay to know something about Senator Oscar Diaz. How much do you think a murder might be worth? I mean, I'm still just trying to get used to these prices. <laughs> is that all this is about? Money? <laughs> you really are crazy. You think I'm gonna let you live on minimum in some housing justice shithole? I'm a senator, Donnie. I take care of my people. And you're my people, Donnie. You haven't got a thing to worry about. All right, what does that mean exactly? You gonna find me some no-show city job? Better than that. Like I said, I'm gonna take care of you, Donnie. How do you like to be a consultant? 200,000 Republic dollars a year, and you don't have to do a damn thing. I'll need a place to live. <laughs> Not a problem. I know a guy who owes me a favor. He did the Pier 96 redevelopment, offered me an apartment there. Why don't you take it? Nice new building, right on the waterfront. Makes its own power and water, self-stabilizing. And it's got a great view, Holmes. All right, sounds good. Come on, let's get back to the party. You can tell those girls all about being a time traveler. Pick whichever one you like and keep her for the weekend. Try some of them new drugs too, all legal. I'll take care of everything for you, Donnie. Donnie wasn't sure if 200,000 Republic dollars was a lot of money or not, but Oscar acted like it was. So he figured it was okay. This was sweet. Oscar was ready to get down on his knees. Donnie resisted the urge to see if he actually would. Oscar led the way out. Donnie followed thinking that the future was pretty cool after all. Twelve hours later, Donnie was sleeping off a binge of premium weed, sildenafil, MDMA, artisanal bourbon, cocoethylene, and some oval green pills he'd swallowed without asking what they were. The young woman with him was messaging all her friends that she had slept with a time traveler. Oscar Diaz was meeting with his legal advisor and all-around fixer, Angie Wu, trying to figure out how to take care of him permanently. I say pay him. If it was anybody but Donnie, I'd pay him. 
but he's more than just a screw-up. There's something wrong in his head. He used to brag about it. Clinical psychopath. When he cut someone, you could see he liked it. Even with all the money, weed, and poon he wants, he's going to get into trouble. So what? How was that a problem for you? Treatment option. The doctors make his amygdala sprout and tinker with his dopamine. He learns self-control and empathy. It's a win-win. Why is that a problem? Remember that serial killer Johnson? Wayne Deshaun Johnson, the Napa Valley Strangler? That's the one. So when treatment option came along, he signed up. Figured he might as well let them mess with his brain, right? And it's a big success. Then what happened? He felt guilty about what he'd done, confessed to all of his murders, full details. Right. That's what I'm worried about with Donnie. They fix him so he's not crazy, and there's no telling what he might spill. Donnie liked his new apartment. It wasn't big, just two rooms. A bathroom and a kitchen nook. But it felt roomy. The fact that he didn't own more than one suitcase of stuff helped keep down the clutter factor. When he moved in, the building manager showed him all the functions and kept up a running chatter. Donnie only half listened to her. We've got condensers and grey water recovery, so there's unlimited water. Yeah. The building skin and the wind turbines generate power, so each unit gets two kilowatts for free. Uh-huh. More than that, you have to pay for, but hardly anyone does. Okay, let me know if you need anything. Totally. He spent some time monkeying with the controls for the window glass, making it go from clear to black to mirrored, then tried out the walls. Sick. Pretty much every flat surface except the floor and the kitchen counter was a kind of touchscreen. A double tap and swipe made display windows and called up controls anywhere. He could give himself views of the Grand Canyon, Tokyo, Paris, Machu Picchu, a live feed from orbit, or he could look across the bay at Alameda. The building had a pool, which he used a lot, and one afternoon as he was drying off, he heard someone calling his name. Donnie! Donnie Paletti. What the fuck, man? Whoa, 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 it's okay. Remember me? Nagus? Nagus Wilson? (laughs) That's right. Jesus, what happened to you? 20 years. You were on that plane. Yeah, but I mean, you're walking around. I saw you, man. You were flat on your back with a bullet in you. You, you. you couldn't move anything from the neck down. Yeah, I've been walking for five years now. They grew me a new spinal cord, and I had to learn all over again. I came to visit my daughter, and I saw your name on the building list. Yeah. Yeah, Oscar got me a place here. Oscar Diaz? <laughs> Figures. He'll take care of you good. Donnie wound up having a beer with Nagus in his daughter's apartment. It was the same size as his, but she had better stuff. Nagus couldn't shut up about her. So my daughter finished school, went to college. Now she's got a good job doing genetic planning. All right, go ahead and tell me what that means. Couple want to have a kid, right? So they do a full gene profile. Then they sit down with her and they figure out which genes might cause problems. So if they got genes for heart problems or autism or stuff like that, 
They can kick those genes right out before the kid's even conceived. Jesus, whatever happened to the old-fashioned way? Uh, she says more and more people are doing planning, and she figures the Republic will probably make it part of the basic med in a few years, so... No more crazy bastards like us, huh? <laughs> a couple of weeks later, Donnie got a call from a number his phone didn't recognize. It was Oscar. And he sounded nervous. Donnie boy, I'm wondering if uh, you could help me out with something. With what? I mean, you need help moving a couch or something, they got robots for that shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, remember the old days, Donnie? You used to help me out all the time? Remember? Whenever I had a problem, you'd help me. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's meet up. Some place with lots of people. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Pier 39. Lots of tourists. Nobody knows me. Can you get there in, uh, let's say an hour? We'll pick a place once we're there. Donnie felt his pulse accelerate. He had been feeling nostalgic for his old life, especially the parts where he helped Oscar get rid of problems. He tried to play it cool, though. They sat in a sports bar, two old pals enjoying a beer and making fun of the tourists, watching Canada play Scotland in the World Cup semifinals. Donnie kept checking out the local talent. Body mods were as common as manicures were back in 2020, so all the women looked like models, and all the men looked like 80s rock stars. It was hard to pay attention to what Oscar was talking about. I won't go into too much detail, but this guy's been stealing money from my slush fund. I can't call the cops because he knows too much, but if he dies in a random knife attack, problem solved. Hey guys. Let me get this stuff out of your way. Yeah. All right, what do you need me for? I need you to do the deed. He doesn't know you. He knows everyone else. But you're a wild card. We meet up, I'll hold him, you stab him. You're the one good with a knife. Can you do it? I'll give you 40,000 Swiss. That's 80,000 Republic. Yeah, I can do it. But make it a nice round 50 Swiss. <laughs> okay, fine. 50. Great. But you gotta be careful. Murder isn't as easy as it used to be. Everything's connected now. If you drive someplace, your car remembers. If you rent a bike, it tracks you. If you buy something, they record your face. And phones, phones are the worst. They know where you are at all times, and they listen to what you say. Cops can get a warrant to unlock the history, but if you leave your phone at home, that's your alibi right there. Who leaves home without their phone? Yeah, but if I can't drive, how do I get to where we can get it done? I've picked out a place, Golden Hill Cemetery in Daly City. You can get there by train. I'll give you a tourist card. Lots of cemeteries there. Nobody around but dead people, especially in the mornings. I'll meet you there. Wear sunglasses and a hat. Yeah, 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 all right. Sunglasses, hat, no phone, got it. Donnie was getting bored listening to Oscar lecture him. There was a girl at the bar whose body mod skin glowed pale blue, and he figured she might go for a time traveler.
Three days later, Donny got off at the Coma BART station and walked half a mile past five other cemeteries to the one where Oscar said to meet. San Bruno Mountain towered up behind the cemetery covered with wind turbines. The cemetery still lay in the shadows of the mountain, but Donny kept his shades on anyway. He spotted Oscar a hundred yards away, behind a row of pines, gesturing for him to come over. Donny walked that way, keeping one hand on the knife in his jacket pocket. Oscar was wearing shades just like Donny's, and a windbreaker with a hood. He had his backpack on, and his hands were jammed in his pockets. Why was he alone? Why, where is he? Who? The guy you want me to whack, the problem. He's right here. You're the only problem I got. What? What, what what's going on? Oscar, I got a tip from a friend in the DA's office. They're on their way to you right now. Cops, media, everybody. For the murder of Donatello Paletti. How? I made sure of everything. No phone, no data trail. The gun was 30 years old. Pre-chip, smuggled in from Texas. I changed my clothes and burned everything. How? Paletti's girlfriend, Tina Zhang. He met her at some tourist bar a few days ago. Apparently, he got drunk and bragged to her the night before he died about meeting you to kill someone. Oscar didn't say anything for a long time. He looked out of the window of his condo at the Golden Gate. If they were on to him, he knew everything was already going up in smoke. They'd dig and keep digging and dig up everything. The land deals, the black market helium, the tobacco and bootleg chicken pipelines. Susan. The party would drop him like he was radioactive. <sighs> I always knew he was a screw-up. Then he turned off his phone. No treatment option for him, he decided. No way. He was never going to feel guilty about killing Donnie Paletti. Together, you and I can build a better future. But be careful what you ask for. Follow Dust, and I will bring you more stories from the passengers of Flight 008. That was Treatment Option by James L. Cambius. Narrated by Keith David. Performed by Reed Scott, Danny Trejo, Susie Nakamura, Moira Quirk, 
and Andre Saluzzo. This episode was directed and produced by Mark Holden, edited by Seth Alansky, and designed by Neil Wogenson at the Invisible Studios. Season two of Dust is brought to you in partnership with XPRIZE, designing and operating multi-million dollar global competitions to accelerate the development of technological breakthroughs that benefit humanity and ANA, all Nippon Airways. Flight 008 is co-produced with Eric Desatnik. Dust is produced by Stephen Michael and Margaret Laney at Gunpowder and Sky.